are now listening to The Caleb One Show, where we talk about everything that they should have taught you in school regarding your health, your finances, and your social life. I'm your host, Caleb, and the episode starts now. Hello and welcome to The Caleb One Show. I'm your host, Caleb One, and this is the podcast where we talk about what school should have taught us. Hopefully, you guys have been vibing with my recent content. If you guys have been uh, listening to this uh, while it's fresh. If not, I hope you guys have been enjoying this content uh, as of late or in the future. Um, if you've been on the internet for longer than 30 seconds, you've probably seen ads on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook about some fuckwad telling you that you need a mentor or you need some sort of guidance. Buy my course. And as much as I despise these cocksuckers, I do agree on the point that you do need some guidance in your life when you're just starting out on anything. You know, taking initiative for yourself and asking questions is always the go-to first step. And to quote Walter White from Breaking Bad, um, when he's talking to Jesse or he's talking to Todd or he's talking to that one kid um, who's just trying to pass his class, he tells them all to apply yourself. And, you know, this always begs a question. And it is, is there ever a moment where you should go against this? Instead of you asking questions, right? You start adding things, right? Or you start bringing up points. And that's really the question that I really want to answer in this episode. But before we get to that, if you haven't already noticed, uh, I will acknowledge it for you guys. Um, I did change the cover art for this channel. Um... I've been getting a lot of compliments from you guys. Thank you so much. And I know you guys are probably going to be asking me this, so I might as well bring it up now. And it's, Caleb, why did you change the cover art for this podcast? And I will say this. It had nothing to do with the old design. It had nothing to do with things I didn't like about it. It had nothing to do about that, right? I always try to be as objective-seeking as much as possible for me. And I know that if you guys were listening to this and if I was in your guys' shoes, I like to know who I'm listening to and what they look like. And I talk a lot about transparency. I talk I talk about um, things that are really real and I try to keep it real with you guys. And I thought of making really good on that promise by showing you guys, you know, what I look like. Now if you've already come from YouTube, which I know a lot of you guys who, you know, watch this content or listen to this content I should say if you guys come from YouTube you already know what I look like but for those of you who are only on the podcast or only on Spotify uh, or Apple or Apple podcast firstly thank you Um, but on the topic of YouTube I know I'm going to be asked this so also bring this up as well and it is am I going to be posting on YouTube or I'm going to be posting on YouTube anytime in the future and the answer is no unfortunately YouTube effort in and out of itself, for those of you who don't know, is basically a full-time role. And I mainly just want to get shit off my chest and sort of package it up in a way that is entertaining to you guys when it comes to my own charisma, but also informative enough to bring up topics that no one else is and to really touch on it. And to me, the best way to do that is through podcasting. And that's what that's the path I really want to dive deeper into. Um, but with, on that note, let's just jump right into this episode you guys already know a little bit about me um so let's just do this um a lot of these gurus online talk about you know 
asking questions, you know, or they'll say something like, never be the smartest person in the room. And to pick on Caleb Maddox, because I did last episode, um, whenever he's on stage spouting out some rubbish, he constantly tells the audience um, that you always got to ask questions. You know, you just shut up and just ask questions. And this is where I want to stop these dickheads and people who say this stuff, right? There are mainly three types of people in this world. You know, people who have have been doing something for less than one year, who I consider and I call rookies. People who have been doing something for one to three years, who I call intermediates. And the last group of people who have been doing something for three or more years, who I call veterans. And I have it split up this way because for the first year of doing anything, you're mostly going to be trash. You're mostly going to be sub-average. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? We all got to start from somewhere. For the people who have been doing something for one to three years, at this point in time in your life, this is where you're improving the work that you're doing, right? Making it better, making it more efficient, and you're able to network with other like-minded people who are in, uh, who are at your level. And for the people who have been doing something for three or more years, um, you know, not much has really changed from the second phase, right? But now you're going to be increasing the speed of your production, ultimately making leaps and bounds in where you go, in your field. Um, and these are the three different types of people in different phases in their lives. And it's people like Caleb Maddox or Dean Graziosi or whatever dickwad out there in the world who's telling everyone, oh, just ask questions, just ask questions. When in reality, it's not really that straightforward, right? And again, brings me to my point of this episode, and it's to bring you guys awareness that there are, that there are moments where you should know who's in the room with you, right? How you should act, how you should react. And I want to go deeper into that philosophy and into that idea on how you should be going about within each phase and where you should be accordingly. Now, let's get into this. Number one, rookies. If you're at the bottom or you're just starting out on something, um, that's the lowest you can go, really. Like, that's the lowest you can go. There's all upside from there. So the good news is you need to, you know, take the advice of these guys. They're saying like, oh, you need to shut up. You need to ask questions. That's what you got to do when you're at the beginning, right? That's when you're sort of lost. You're like a sheep, like a story of the shepherd who's trying to find a sheep. You need to be that sheep looking for the shepherd as well. And that's this is where, again, you need to shut up. You need to listen. You need to start absorbing content, literally being osmosis and just taking in information, but learning when to set barriers and say, okay, I'm going to allow this in, but I'm not going to allow that. Again, really spend the time when you're in this phase at the beginning to learn how you learn. Most people don't know what's the best method for them to learn, which is why I recommend to people who are just starting out to literally experiment how you learn. It, literally, it, some, some things may work, and other things may not work, right? Some people like using flashcards. Some people like to shadow other people. The most important thing at the end of the day is how do you learn the material best? That is what you need to get to, right? When you are new in anything, right? And I'm and I mean anything, right? Your first thought should always be to research and to look up YouTube videos. This is I think YouTube is such a great resource. We'll get back we'll get back to that in a sec, but. When you're at this stage, you should really be going to YouTube, a lot of free content out there out there in the world. Don't buy any courses. Really, just don't avoid it like the plague. 
<laughs> really. Um, don't sign up for any email subscriptions. Just don't do any of that. My go-to tip when it comes to learning on YouTube is I always type in what I wish I knew about blank. And that right there is a cheat code in and out of itself, right? Now you're learning shit without having to commit them to yourself, right? You don't you don't have to make these mistakes to learn them. You're literally just learning from the mistakes of other people. And on top of that, usually they always provide a solution to said problem. Again, if you're new, shut up, listen, qualify people. There's going to be a lot of people making noise, calling themselves an expert in quotation marks in whatever field you're in. And it's your due diligence to weed out these people. And again, a, a really good uh the resource for you guys to go and check out is my episode titled Watch Out for These Eight Subtle Fake Guru Tactics. Um, that episode in and of itself has been getting a lot of hits. Um, and I really, really enjoy that you guys are finding my stuff entertaining, <laughs> but informative. Um, and again, in that episode, I literally talk about weeding out the entrepreneur or the contrepreneurs, you should say, and the fake teachers and what you should really look out for when it comes to who you want to listen to. Um, When it comes to meeting other rookies, I really highly recommend that you don't give each other advice. You're both so new to the space that you really don't know what the fuck you're saying or explaining for that matter. You're both the blind leading the blind when it comes to just meeting each other. When it comes to meeting intermediate people, again, people who are doing something for one to three years, these are people who you want to learn from when it comes to tactics. They're further ahead of you when it comes to your progress overall, but they're closer to you where they understand how you felt. They understand your struggles. All right, Again, these are people who can answer specific and practical questions if they are presented. When it comes to meeting veterans, however, as a rookie, you really only want to look up to them as motivation, right? Using their platform as a way to see light at the end of the tunnel, but you know, they're so far ahead of you that any advice that they give to you or if they say anything to you, it's going to be so vague. It's going to be so unclear. It's going to be impractical for you as a rookie to execute. Again, use their story and use their sort of humble beginning as your day-to-day sort of motivation to always put in the work every single day because that's what it takes as a rookie, right? It's going to take a lot of dedication and a lot of commitment of day-in, day-out work and unfortunately, people don't realize that that's work that's not going to be credited. It's not going to be recognized. So again, use these people who have been veterans for a while. Again, start adopting their day-to-day habits and use that as a way to grow mentally. Number two, intermediates. This is, this, this is the point, this is a stage where you need to start making your workflow better. You need to start making your workflow more efficient, um, maybe in the form of hiring extra hands or staying more organized or implementing systems and formulas where you can start, and again, in a way, almost automaton robotically uh, improving your own sort of workflow and your own sort of lifestyle when it comes to work or when it comes to art. All right, again, it's about improving your work and output, making it easier to work and collaborate with other people who are at your level as an intermediate. Um, If you need to hire, uh, for example, if I need to hire an editor, I'm not going to acquire some kid who's never worked with Photoshop 
or Adobe Premiere Pro, or he's only been working for like five weeks with this stuff, right? He's so new to the industry, I wouldn't want to work with him, right? Regardless if he's doing it for cheap or for free. I want to work with someone who has had some experience, um, some pre-established work that's gone ahead of time, that is actually, again, put in the practiced amount of hours needed to understand the material. And at least, you know, if they're not going to have any sort of upfront work or anything like that, or if they've never had experience, at least the best that they can do is, you know, sort of set up some practice work so I know what to expect. At least that is something that I would acknowledge. You know, being good at networking, which is sort of the next phases when it comes to moving up the chain. Um, getting into networking and collaborating with other people really boils down to the quality of product, service, or experience that you're providing. Now, when it comes to meeting people, when it comes to meeting rookies, you really shouldn't be asking them questions. They've done nothing to offer for you when it comes to information-wise because they're so new to the space. And again, if any advice that they're saying, it's usually from the mouths and from the lips of other people, right? They've never really committed it for themselves. And if anything, this is where you can educate them about the industry. And again, answer questions like, hey, is this space worth getting into? Hey, is there something, is there a tactic that you can sort of learn? You know, those are questions that you can answer as an intermediate. When it comes to meeting other intermediate people, you know, these are people who you should really collaborate with first. And these are people you want to start collaborating with and start growing with. And then hopefully you guys become at a level where you're both at sort of a veteran stage or even an extreme veteran stage. We'll get into that in a sec. But you guys want to be able to work with other people and have the potential to grow, right? With people who are also in the same space as you with the like-minded sort of mentality, uh, again, good production flow, and again, quality service to not only customers, to viewers, but also to sponsorships. And that's, again, that's what's going to lead us to having a good product and having good networking is that these stuff just naturally, you know, gravitate towards you, right? Again, these are people who you want to also bounce off ideas with. And again, for the most part, just have a trade-off of idea for idea. When it comes to meeting veterans, you want to start looking at how they operate. You're getting closer and closer to that level of having more and more experience and sort of uh, at a level of, okay, I was at this phase once and now we're at this exponential phase where I need to start learning to how to manage my own self and eventually maybe even manage other people if we ever get to that point. Uh, really get on top of it, get a head start on it. Again, I always find it interesting that you know NBA players, I think, or just athletes in general, like you're, this is again the best example of it your first year of being in the league again that's sort of your moment of okay where do i fit in this stuff all right or how do i get some experience and then you're you're up to your third year it's about you trying to figure out where your place is right where you best operate you know you say like okay here's my weaknesses but here are my strengths and then from there after that third plus year you begin to get the gist of it of what's going on that's sort of the level of where you want to get to. And I know I'm really tangenting off this point because I got a few more points I want to cover when it comes to meeting veterans. And that point is you will you want to be able to adopt their habits and adopt their philosophy because those are things that you're going to have to start going through for yourself. Um, a bonus point when it comes to meeting veterans is you should try to collaborate with them. But which brings me to my point, which is 
they might reject you. Speaking of that, number three, veterans. If you're a true veteran, you're going to be focused on your craft so much and improving its speed and its production and its overall soundness that you almost don't have time to meet and sort of help other people. And this is my problem when it comes to a lot of these gurus and stuff is that like if you're so good, if you claim to be so good at you know drop shipping for example or dated or day trading, if you're so good at it, why aren't you just doing that for yourself? Like you would make more money digging that pot of gold or digging that gold mine for yourself than opposed to helping other people. And you know, I think it really just comes down to people just they just say, oh, I want to help other people. It's all bullshit. Fuck are you talking about? It's all bullshit. Right? The only reason why I say it's bullshit is because you wouldn't spend that time. Right? If you knew you had a million dollars and you could make it from this craft, do you think you're just going to try and make competitors to steal your own pot of gold? No. The only reason why they, you know, why fake gurus in general want to bring in people and they want to say, that, oh, we're helping other people. It's just mostly because it's the easiest form to make extra income or make ends meet, really. Um, again, you're not going to be helping other people. It's all bullshit. And it's not, you wouldn't spend the time as someone who is at a higher intellect or at a veteran level to, you know, you wouldn't want to help other people. You really wouldn't, right? You want to be focused on furthering yourself and sort of the network you already have and furthering that even further right? Just going at an even higher level. Um, If you ever spit out any advice as a veteran, it'll probably be really, really vague. It'll be really, really um, fucking general. And something that out of almost, not want to insult anyone, but almost out of a high school movie of like quotes and stuff. And again, it probably won't answer anyone's uh, questions regarding anything when it comes to tactics. Um, again, this is a moment where you should just focus on yourself. Again, when it comes to meeting rookies, right? You're not going to be giving them um, any good advice, right? They're not. Again, you should. Again, other people are going to look at you as motivation, but you shouldn't be the one that's providing the motivation of teaching and stuff like that again it's a complete waste of everyone's time right there's a big discrepancy i think when it comes to meeting intermediate people again meeting people with one to three years of experience under their belts when it comes to meeting these people you know you may give some good practical advice but if there's a space and there's a distance between let's say you being 10-year vet and someone being a three-year intermediate the advice isn't going to line up. It's going to be either a complete waste of time for everyone or it's just going to be sort of, you know, small nuggets. And some people say like, oh, you know, information is still information or it's practical advice is still practical advice. And which brings, which begs me to the point of the sunk cost fallacy and opportunity cost. Meaning, is that the best way to learn your information? I think there's different ways and, and better ways, for that matter, to learn that same information that a veteran is speaking. Um, now, when it comes to meeting other veterans, this is what's most likely to happen. Either A, you both are going to work together, or B, you're going to be each other's rival. Very few people make it to the veteran stage, right? Very few people have 
at least three years of experience at anything, right? And it's most people when who are at that stage of working really, really hard, they're not gonna, you know, they've worked so hard to get to that stage. They're not gonna give it up so easily for other people. And you have to understand this. Um, when you're at such a high level, right? There's gonna be very little people to look up to, and. You know, Charlie Monger says something. Cause he says, these types of veteran type people, people who are at very high levels, they learn from what's called learning from the imminent dead. You want to learn from, let's say, Steve Jobs. I mean, he's not alive to teach you, but the be- the next best thing is his books, his interviews, maybe even his movies and how he operated. If you want to learn, you know, how to be cunning, how to be smart, how to be street smart, um, you know, Sun Tzu ain't alive to teach you about that stuff. He ain't there to educate you, but it's in his book, Art of War. You know, perfect example of this in the real world would be Jeff Bezos. You know, he has gone on record saying that he loves reading Made in America by Sam Walton, um, who started Walmart, for those of you who don't know. And again, veterans have a mutual respect for each other, but they all know at the end of the day that Again, they're competing against each other. They're competing at a high level. They're competing for more customers or more of the same customers like you. So there you have it. (laughs) The three types of people you're going to encounter and how you should act and react depending on where you fit in those stages. Um, I definitely got a lot of inspiration from Ty Lopez as much as I don't like the charlatan. He is onto something when he brings up the law of 33%, but he's pretty fucking vague and at his explanation, at his own thinking. And I really want to come on here and clear the air and show you guys what's practical, what's horseshit, and what really happens in the real world. And I want to end this episode off addressing two things. Videos. Um, I mentioned earlier um, that a lot of a lot of rookies really go to this as a resource, and which they should. Um, and I, I totally agree with it. Um, not everyone has the opportunity to network with other people. Not everyone has the opportunity to learn from other people in practical. A lot of the stuff that I was mentioning above is just practical advice for meeting people in person. But with coronavirus in their way and the fact that not everyone gets the opportunity depending on where you grew up and who's around you, the next best thing is YouTube videos. And you should really only watch YouTube videos, I believe, for the most part for tactics and, and inspiration, right? But mostly tactics, right? You know, again, it's easy to fall into the trap of inspiration, you know, tripping where you just go over and over and over again on inspiration and you just keep like flooding yourself. It's like, oh, I need to watch this new inspirational video and new this inspirational video. You know, there has to be a moment in time in your life where you just say enough's enough. I need to jump in and actually take action for myself. Again, it's very easy to get sucked in to this you know, I need to get motivated, I need to get motivated. And you just do this endless loop that just, again, never ends and that you just waste inevitably time. Um, Also, on top of that, don't sign up for anything, (laughs) really, like just it's a complete, it's, it's, it's not the right move. I don't want to say it's a scam. It's just not the right move. You don't need it. You don't need some $2,000 course, you don't need to be on anyone's email list. The most important thing is to educate yourself on what not to do and to focus on the baby steps that can make you forward. As Charlie Munger says, he says, step by step, you get ahead, but not necessarily in fast spurts. But you build discipline by taking it step by step, preparing you for the fast spurts. What he's basically saying 
for those of you who didn't understand a fucking word I was saying, it was make progress, even if that's a little bit. It's better to make a. It's better to creak forward than it is to leap forward and fail. Secondly, friends, I believe friends are people who you hang out with, right? Who you want to unwind with, do recreational shit with. That those are people who I consider what are friends. Again, I think that's the best definition of friends. But what often happens is that people bring in their friends into their work life, and to me, whenever you do that, you're no longer friends, right? you know, especially during the hours of operation, your business partners, right? If you've been in an industry for, let's say, two years, right, making you an intermediate and your partner who's also your friend, right, this is their first rodeo, making them a rookie, there's obviously going to be a lapse in work ethic, communication, production, and workflow, right? You're always going to have to help them and catch up, you know, in taking you away from the work that you need to do on your side. And I want to make an episode addressing business partners and how to pick them, um, not necessarily for business, just in general, a person, a man or woman that you can count on to kick ass with. I definitely want to make an episode on that in the future, but that's something I really want to address moving forward. Um, so stay tuned for that for an episode coming up. But on that note, uh, I hope you guys did enjoy today's episode. You know, just to quickly sum up everything that I've covered, I know it's a little long-winded. But again, I really think I want to provide the best amount of value and be as clear as possible and be as transparent as possible with you guys. Um, I talked a lot about how it's bullshit to just always ask questions no matter who's in the room. Um, I broke down the three types of people and how to classify them for yourself. I mentioned what you shouldn't do and how you should act when you're around these people and where you are depending on where you fall in these phases of a rookie, an intermediate, and a veteran. I talk about learning through videos. I talk about learning from the imminent dead as guidance for when you're higher up and the dangers of having friends as your business partner or as your partner in crime. Um, again, hopefully you guys did enjoy today's episode. Um, hopefully you guys also have some good notes. If you guys got any advice for me or any feedback um, my doors are always open. You can always leave um, whatever you're thinking or whatever your thoughts are or for any you know new episode ideas, leave it in the podcast survey in the show notes. And on that note, thank you guys for listening and I'll catch you guys on the next one.